two types of entrepreneurs. There's the person who has an idea and it's not being done anywhere else, or you're just an a-hole that can't work for people. And so you have to have your own business. <laughs> now you got to get it to the billion dollars. So it's not just about the dollar, but it's about all the other things I can do. Today on the show, I'm happy to have Mark DeGrasse. He's the president of the Digital Marketer, their skills and talent development platform for modern marketers. So you have a little bit of a five-year bug. My career has been opportunity-driven where it's, hey, if, if it comes up and it's in line with what I'm trying to learn, then it makes sense and I'll take a role. So currently I'm the president of digitalmarketer.com and I'm teaching marketing. And so prior to that, I had an agency for about six years where I built websites and tried to teach small business owners how to do marketing to grow the websites. And so my whole goal was actually educational and trying to get people to be self-reliant. And what I realized then was small business owners don't want to learn marketing for the most part. And so even though I was setting up everything for them and generating all these tutorial videos, it wasn't working, but marketers want to know marketing. And so I ended up doing uh, fractional CMO work or basically like the content strategy for Digital Marketer and Scalable, which is the parent company to Digital Marketer. And that kind of rolled into the role. And so that's where the, the opportunity comes. But I've been doing that for about 20 years now, where after college, I worked for a startup. At that point, I was a CFO. After that, I learned, you know what? I really want to get into online, e-commerce, all that kind of stuff. And so I left, started my own company, built that company, sold it. And then it was a fitness company, sold to Onnit Labs here in Austin. So I moved out to Austin, turned my magazine at the time into their content platform. I was I was CFO there too, chief fitness officer this time. But really what I was doing was the content director. And so that was good. Left there, wrote a book, started the next agency, so on and so forth. And there have been other positions. I was actually a marketing director for a commercial fitness company. And then I actually briefly owned a chip and dip company for a little bit. So it's been whatever comes around. But in this case, I really want, I had done a lot of the organic side of marketing. And so I want to learn the paid side of marketing. And so this role opened that whole world uh, up to me. And really what I did was treat the roles as job training. And so instead of having to go back to school or risk my company trying all these different things I wanted to try or learn, now I get to just get paid to go through somebody else's process, learn how they do it. And so it's been very educational. So it's, I recommend it. <laughs> yeah. So do you end up, when you do your spinoff business, does it end up, you're taking some of that knowledge, but do you stay in the same industry or is it you just jump to a whole other sector? Yeah, it, it's really just opportunity driven. So I try not to be too exclusive because in that case, then you're limiting to something that you think is necessary. You know, what I found over so many years is that you don't know what the heck you need and you don't know, you don't even know what you know for the most part until you start to apply it somewhere else. I think it's really easy for entrepreneurs to get in this own little bubble that you create and you're like, here's what I know and here's how everything should be done. And here's how I do it for people. It's the best way. And you reinforce your own beliefs because you have nobody to bounce those ideas off of. And everybody, especially if you're successful at what you're doing, is like, you're doing great. Just keep doing what you're doing. Don't stop. Don't listen to anybody. Just keep doing what you're doing. And it can put you in a box. And so I found that if you don't limit yourself to a specific industry or a specific role, even because a lot of entrepreneurs too are like, I'm the boss. Everything I do is the boss. And it's, you know what? No, there's two reasons why or two types of entrepreneurs. There's the person who has an idea and it's not being done anywhere else. And you're the only person that can execute that. So it's up to you and essentially your responsibility to make that idea real or you're just an a-hole that can't work for people. And so you have to have your own business. <laughs> and so 
you really need to do some self-examination and learn what type of person you are and why you're doing something. And my was mine was that at one point where I was like, you know what? I'm just an a-hole and I can't work for people because I'm not not willing to listen to other people's ideas because I know everything. This is in my 20s. <laughs> and now I'm like, you know what? No, I don't know crap. Go ahead and teach me. It's fine. I'll try it. We'll see if it works. So I think just do some self-reflection. You'll find that, that a job is not the end of the world if it's necessary for you to grow. And I think that's a good point because we can all learn something from somebody else is doing something different. Exactly. And, and just the procedures within companies, because let's say that you want to have a billion dollar company. If you think that you could go from, I make a million dollars with my company to I'm going to grow this into a billion dollar company and think you have those skill sets, you're 100% wrong. And even if you did get to that, you jump from a million to a billion, it's going to fall apart because you have no idea what you're doing. So it's much smarter if you just take some patience, take a, some humility and just go work for a company that's larger and see how they do it. And now you have a framework to build off of, even if you don't agree with how they're running. Is that the new pursuit for you? Now you got to get it to the billion dollars? No, I got to get billion dollars. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm into to lifestyle now. I'm like, you know what? Maybe the amount of money isn't very important. And maybe my lifestyle is important or, or my family is more important. And so me being able to keep on growing and keep on excelling, but have enough time to spend with my family, have enough time to decompress, all those things have become a higher priority. So it's not just about the dollar, but it's about all the other things I can do as well. Was there something that caused that shift for you? Yeah, no, I kept on making more money and I found that I wasn't happy. No amount of stuff was making me happy. No amount of achievement was making me happy. And so then what I went through is like for the last uh, three years is an ongoing transformation into that realization, like no amount of achievement, no status, none of those things mean anything to me. And I had to do all the things to learn that. And now I know, oh no, it turns out that I... I've been depressed for 20 years. And this is before last year when I had a big awakening. And then now I'm like, oh, what actually makes me happy? Oh, art makes me happy. Spending time with my kids makes me happy. Building random crap makes me happy. And that has nothing to do with making money. And now that I've done all the things, now I know, okay, now I can do things that really matter to me personally. I think that's a good point of figuring out if, are you doing it for these unachievable goals, which are actually making you unhappy? Or do you want more of a lifestyle business? I think people need to really figure out what they want before they jump in and spend five, 10, 15 years in something. Yeah, going through the process is unavoidable. Like you might think like you could be, say you're 21 and you're like, you know what? I know what I want to do. I want to do this and I'm gonna do that. I'm going to do that. And it's yeah, 21 year old brain. Yeah, you think you know what you want and you think you can achieve anything and you think you can do all these things. And, so, and we're told that too. It's not just individuals that have come up with the whole, I'm going to work myself to death for money. It's no, we've been told that's what's going to make you happy. Everybody's going to admire you. You're going to pull up in the fancy car and show it off to those jerks who told you no. And <laughs> when you get older, you're just like, oh, that's stupid. Why are you caring about anything that some jerk that's impressed by a car cares about? Like, no, that's embarrassing to even admit that makes a difference to you. Now, if you drive fast cars because you always wanted to be a race car driver and instead you became a millionaire, who, who, then that's fine. You drive a fast car for that reason. And that's why you drive fast cars, not to show off to people and prove how much better you are and try to build up the status. And so, yeah, when you get a little older, you realize that none of that crap matters. None of those people matter. And you really should be focusing on things that 
matter to you or matter to the people that you care about. So what is the big push right now with the current venture? Current venture, digital marketers is teaching people how to do marketing. Because I think what, what's happened now with AI is it's really exposed that marketers have become more technicians than they have become creative developers of business growth, which is what marketers should be. And so it's a huge opportunity because we're getting back to more classic marketing that's copy driven, that's emotional driven, that's relationship driven. Like these are all aspects of marketing that have been lost because over the last 10 to 15 years, marketing has been commoditized and focused on paid advertising because Google and Facebook or Meta and all these companies were so effective at paid advertising that you didn't need to do anything else right. You could have a crappy product, crappy follow-up, crappy branding and enough dollars and you'll get sales anyways. And so it wasn't necessary to be a good marketer or have good retention or really maintain your customer lifetime value. That just didn't matter because you could just put more money in the machine, get more money out, problem solved. What's happening because of AI is the price of paid ads are going to skyrocket. And so you might not make any money on that first sale. Maybe it's break even, maybe you make a little money, but the real money is going to come from those repeat sales. And that's going to get reinforced by your customer base or not. And then your company is going to fail because advertising is going to get too expensive. So because of this transition to classic mar or back to classic marketing, now companies are going to get good again and, and cohesive marketing strategies are going to be completely necessary again. And now is a good time to learn marketing, learn real marketing, not learn technical based marketing, which is what we all became because we just had to. So it's an exciting time. So this current venture, my goal is really to help reestablish marketing as a not just important aspect of business, but the important aspect of business, because I really think it is. What does real marketing mean to you in the current environment? So real marketing is a cohesive brand. So not just, oh, hey, you saw an ad and you buy the product, but no, saw an ad, bought the product, got the follow-up, got taught by the company how to use the product and excel with the product. And the company loves you. So they're getting feedback from you. They're giving you discounts. They're getting you involved in the community. They, they follow up and find out if the product works, how they can improve it how we can make everything better for your next experience. And that's marketing. Marketing is a relationship with the customer that if you do right, will never end. And it has to be company-wide. It can't just be the marketing team says this, and then the sales team says this, and then the customer care team says this, and then the blah, 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 the accounting team says that all these different individual departments are essentially their own brands is how a lot of companies work it. And that's all going to stop. Because unless everybody's cohesive, the customer's going to know and they're going to fire you and you don't want that. Do you think we're going to see a lot of companies go down if they don't oh. make these changes? Yeah, there's going to be so many companies. There's a, Huge companies can be completely dependent on paid media. And the problem that's going to happen is that since AI is automating a lot of those paid media, statistically driven technical processes, you won't need marketers for that. And everybody can have it. So everybody's going to have dialed in paid advertising. And that's not going to be enough anymore because what else can you do for me? And Gen Z, it really cares about where the products come from and the people who own the company and what the company stands for. And before, you didn't, that wasn't necessary. So it's going to be interesting. But yeah, ideally, what's going to happen is all those crappy companies are going to fail and nobody's going to be sad about it and better companies will come up. And everybody could be one of those companies. You just have to, you know, give a crap about your customer.
Yeah, care about maintaining the relationship. It's good. We'll have stronger brands. We'll have stronger companies, stronger economy. So better products, for, better services. It's time for a demolition round. So you heard it here. <laughs> That's what I write a book about it. So my book is about how AI is essentially going to reshape the economy and reshape our expectations of business and companies and each other. And I actually, I call it the succession because I see AI as a, a wildfire. And what happens after a wildfire is something they call succession, where all these plants and animals and things that have been essentially suppressed by the current environment are now free to thrive. And so we'll regrow and it'll be a lot better. So if our listeners wanted to get your book or check out your company, how could they do so? Yeah, they can check out uh, markdegrass.com. That's my main website. And then digitalmarketer.com, of course, if you want to learn anything marketing. And if you want to have this cohesive approach to marketing, then that's the one place you should go because we have certifications, live cohort-based classes, masterminds, live events, all that kind of fun stuff. So if you want to get into real marketing, go to digitalmarketer.com. If you want to learn about all my crazy AI stuff and, and future predictions, go to markdegrass.com. Well, thank you, Mark, for coming on the show and make sure to check out those future predictions. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki with Failing to Success. If you like the show, make sure to smash that subscribe button and we'll see you next time.